Hi, Dave. How you doing? Doing great. Good. Uh, just your general impressions of the first practice. Were the guys excited to be there? Were they in the, the shape you'd hoped they'd been in? They were, yeah. I'd say uh, I'd say yes to both of those those questions. I think the excitement has been pretty strong. You know, especially coming from um, Charlie Brewer, Terrell Bernard have really been uh, really vocal about wanting to get back and and uh, um, have everyone together. And so it's been um, it's been a long time coming for those two. I feel happy for them. You know the the effort all throughout practice was really strong. I, I thought the uh, uh, great attention to detail. You know this is <clears throat> for me kind of walking around and spending time at each position group. I mean you're seeing um, everyone uh, ears um, wide wide open, eyes wide open, taking everything in. It's just very impressive to see. And then you've got. Um, you know, veterans that are coaching up some of the younger guys as well. Um, a, a rookie may have a question and it's getting answered, it's getting explained, not only the, the how, but the why. And so it, it reminds me of Wisconsin when I uh, was there. And so it's, it's impressive to see. I thought the, um, uh, the grind uh, is certainly there. And so you can kind of see it looming uh, in the foreground here. And, uh, you know, we're going to attack that part of it. And it's one of the things you love about camp is, is, um, you know, the always being on and kind of grinding through it. And so I know that with the leadership we have, that that'll, it'll, it, that'll end up being a real positive for us. Coach, you lose quite a bit on the defensive side of the ball from last year's team. Wh who are you looking at to fill some roles by guys who are now playing on Sundays? Well, I think, you know, um, at the Jack position, which is a new position for us, you know, um, William Bradley King is one. I think, um, you know, we've got Matt um, Jones is, is in and out, inside backer and outside backer. I think he brings some good flexibility. I think Jaden Petrie at the star position, along with uh, – uh, McVeigh at the star position bring a lot of uh, of uh, blitzing ability as well as uh, coverage ability. Um, I think the you know the linebacker position as it's kind of coming together. If you include the star, which is really a nickel, uh, I think is really going to be a strong strong unit. And you got Terrell Bernard and Terrell. He's seeing everything before it happens and is <clears throat> communicating um, what's about to happen prior um, and uh, is really is really ahead, ahead of it all right now. So he's impressive to, to witness. And he wants more. You know, he talked about trying to come up and, and uh, get some more time. And so I'm excited about where that's, where that's going to go. But I think that linebacker group, uh, and then Dylan uh, Doyles would be another one. Dylan uh, instincts, football IQ. Um, there's a toughness about them. Really like the linebacker group. I think the secondary group has got really good length and really good speed. I think there's an ability to play man coverage there. And, um, you know, it's going to be a good test versus our offense, I think.
you know, Charlie's starting to kind of feel it with RJ and Ty, um, and Ty uh, on the outside, they can make those one-on-one catches. And so we're, we're combative there, uh, but I really like our length and our speed. And um, I feel like, I feel like there's some rawness there, but just a lot of ability. You know, I think where we've got to, uh, we need to make some strides is up front on the D-line. I think we've got all the ability in the world to do that. It's just that's where it's, um, you know, we, we really have to be able to, uh, to invest and uh, be real particular about what we want to put our time into and who we want to be uh, because there is some uh, – there are some really, really good players, but I just uh, just don't have the experience that you would normally have. Coach, uh, you had the two weeks, I guess, of OTAs. Was there a difference today, though? And then how soon do you go to contact stuff? That was one of the things you mentioned on podcasts is you really need to get to that point where you're blocking and tackling, those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah, so that would come at the end of, um, you know, this next week. But I think those first two weeks were really good because, you know, they, they had had maybe six installs prior to those, to those two weeks of OTAs. But, you know, it's crazy because, you know, um, and there's coaches like this too, but on, I don't know, maybe four of those six installs, you know, guys are wearing like pajama pants and, you know, maybe there's no shoes on. um, I don't know whatever else. And so I think when it's like that, there's not a real application of that knowledge, even though, you know, um, there could be an understanding of it. It's not really being applied. And in a way, you know, it's really not kind of uh, not really sticking. And so I think those OTAs were a way to uh, apply, apply some of, of what they've been taught. And now, uh, yeah, I was talking with Matt Wells the other day, and he was going, Dave, you know, I like this better. I like the OTAs better than spring balls because it leads up. Um, it leads right up to it. And there was some evidence of of that, of what he was talking about today because, uh, you know, guys were making checks. Guys were, were um, you know, the offense would check and the defense would see it and they would check the check. And so typically you never get that on the first day of a new staff. Um, you know, first day of fall camp. And so there's a lot of positive uh, things there. I think um, one of the differences also from the OTAs is just it's all day long, you know. And so guys are showering, they're going to grab something to eat here, and then we got meetings tonight. And so, um, you know, there's three hours of in-person meetings a day, um, you know, that they're going to be with their position coach where, in the past, it was, you know, an hour a week. Um, and so very big difference. Yeah, Coach, uh, how much uh, is there a learning curve in, and that you mentioned the OTAs, but just in how you run meetings and how you do things in person, how you run your periods that you, you didn't get to have because you didn't have spring ball? Yeah, well, that's a good question. And I think there's a lot of, uh, like, coaches, like, walking through. And so, like, the practice we had today, we walked through that um twice before and i think i i personally along with the managers did another time so you know three times prior we walked through uh today's practice and uh 
you know, meeting times. We we walk through the meetings and the transitions and just, you know, you have to think about every little thing. You know, there's the 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 team meeting, the special teams meetings, the uh, the DBs, because they're our largest groups. They meet in the well, we all meet in the indoor. So the indoor is, you know, it's a it's a practice uh, facility, but it's also a meeting room. And so um, I'll have my team meeting in there, and then um, Coach Powers will have his special teams meeting in there, and then the safeties in the corners will have their DB meeting in there, and then that's broken down, and then we use that as a um, as a practice field. And so you know that's that's real different. And then you have to allow for some um, transition time. If we have a team meeting and that meeting ends and we transition to position meetings, let's say, um, you know, guys are having just to, to walk across to get to uh, Simpson to get into the, uh, the meeting rooms. But I, I think, you know, um, so, I mean, that there's stuff like that that's, that, that is pretty, um, pretty, uh, uh, I don't want to say obvious, but, but, um, uh, pretty substantial that's right there. But, it, you know, it's the things where it's, hey, we've been on Zoom all this time, you know, and so, you know, um, maybe there hasn't had to have been eye contact for a 40-minute meeting. Maybe there hasn't had to have been kind of, you know, guys sitting straight up in the chair. Maybe there hasn't had to have been, um, you know, the note-taking that we're asking now. There's a sense of urgency now. You know, there's some, hey, we're talking to you about this uh, right now in 30 minutes from now, you're going to be doing it, you know, on the field and we want to see it, you know, perform to the best of your ability. And so that type of um, instant uh, feedback was, was not something that was around in the zoom days. And so, you know, those things are different. Dave, have you all gotten any indication of any players who might be considering opting out? We've seen it a couple of places where players have talked about that, like Micah Parsons at Penn State and Rashad Bateman at Minnesota. Anything from this team that you're, uh, you all are looking at right now or anticipating or not anticipating? Nothing to this point. And, you know, we've, um, I've, I've, we have tried um, to be very transparent and very, uh, and, uh, you know, have encouraged our players to reach out to us with any form of uh, concern or questions or uh, um, really anything at all. I think that's so important. And, uh, you know, there's, there's some of them that have, and I appreciate that. I wish I have to imagine that there's probably some more that have questions or maybe have a concern. And, uh, you know, I'm continuing to work to get to that point to where uh, you know, they all, they all are comfortable enough to bring it up. I think it's, that's something that we're continually working for. You know, we've had, um, I want to say three or four parent meetings. We just had one um, uh, earlier this week um, was the latest. And so our parent, parents of our players and our health and wellness team, along with myself, We'll get some questions. I, I usually make a statement in, uh, in terms of the kind of an update, and then we'll kind of roll through those questions, and whether it's with food or whether it's with uh, just COVID nineteen. 
and uh, you know how we're keeping everybody safe. And so just so proud of our team here, you know, Matt Keel in athletic training and Corey Campbell in strength and conditioning, uh, Julianne Buzzard in nutrition. There's a real tight group that work really well together. They've got great hearts. And, uh, I appreciate them. Um, but I think, you know, I think part of it is, is, is getting to the point to where the kids know that, hey, man, you know, they're seen, they're heard, they're valued, and uh, they can be themselves and ask the questions that they need to ask. And I think, I think that's, that's a big piece of it, and uh, we're trying to get that across. Hey, Coach, uh, what did you feel like the retention level was from the early installs that you had to the point of shutting down to the Zoom meetings, the OTAs, to what you were able to see on the, on the grass today? No, good. I thought it was good. Yeah, I mean, I think um, there wasn't a lot of bus. There wasn't a lot of I didn't know. You know, if I didn't, if, you know, I wish, I wish it wasn't um, like this. You know, it, it, it would have been something for y'all to see. I think if you guys seen it, you would think um, this doesn't look like a first day. You know, and and in a lot of ways, this is there's a bit of a continuation. I know we just ha- had this uh, the question earlier. In some ways, with some of the team part, it's just a continuation of the the uh, the OTAs that we just finished, you know. But in terms of the uh, the communication, in terms of the ownership, and so you know, guys can say stuff, but it's different when they own what they say. You know, their body language, their demeanor. There's just a difference, and uh, and so they. There's guys out there owning it, so you feel good about where it is for day one. Coach, taking over as a head coach, what's been the biggest difference trying to get started with practice compared to maybe what you experienced as an assistant? Yeah, so the the standards, the expectations, um, I think from from any from anything from um, you know th- looking at how much time guys are on their feet, are guys eating, are they hydrating, um, you know, I think as an assistant, you, we would walk by um, a station where, where there's water set up and Gatorade and, and you might say something to your group, hey, get some water. And now it's like, you know, it's, it's um, you know, I'm, I'm the guy that's stopping them, making them come back and get the water to drink. And so it's things like that um, are, are different and, uh, it's you know it's great to work with a group like like our kids here because they they take to it they're used to it they're used to um, you know having everything matter they're used to having really really high expectations and um, they're used to um, having relationships with their coach so you know um, I embrace it. Hey coach, uh, obviously, you know, being a defensive oriented uh, mind person, um, now that you've been able to see some, have some time with Charlie, you know, what can he take out of you? Um, you know, what, I guess, what can you share with him to help him reach his full potential um, and kind of tied with the uh, question of, you know, where do you see that process and, and how much hands on do you tell him, Hey, maybe, you know, try this or try that just because I mean, you know, being a defensive oriented guy and, and everything. There's some of that. I think um, a lot of that right now is worked through Coach Fedora. Coach does a great job with the quarterbacks and, um, 
you know, I think, I think Coach has got a really good um, instinct and anticipation and, um, you know, move, counter move, awareness. Um, you know, um, Larry's, Larry's got a really good knack for that. And so, but then, you know, there's things that, that I've shared when I've been in there of like, hey, when we were, when we saw this formation, we were thinking this, or I know when talking to most folks, they think this too. You know, if we're sitting on the fastball, a curveball here would really be good. Or, you know, hey, when we see this play, and if you arc block it, it doesn't really do anything to change our math. But if you were to down block and cut the defense, then our math's affected. And now we're a minus, we're minus a guy at the point of attack. And so there's things like that um, that I think filter through. And then on the field with Charlie, it's, you know, um, once his reps are done and he's off to the side, you know, if there's a play where I knew what the defense was thinking, I can go up and, and I'll talk to him about why what just happened uh, defensively because, hey, they're thinking this because of the last time we were in that formation, you guys did this. So now they're overplaying it. And you're going to know they're overplaying it by the tilt of the safeties. And that's the reason why we have our cadences so there's there's things like that, and it's enjoyable to uh, to do that. Charlie's such a great competitor. Um, yeah, the the fire burns bright inside of that inside of him. So it's uh, it's good to have him on our side.